Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl, Mitzi, and this is Mitzi. Let's think about it. Today, we are thinking about waffles, but it's not the breakfast waffles. It's not the ones that you eat. Trust me when I say I love me some waffles, but it's a whole different avenue when it comes to waffles. So I have a special guest here, Dr. Katie Nall, who will be really going in depth on what waffles really mean. Katie? Mitzi, thank you so much. And I'm so excited to find out we're from the same neck of the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so waffles. Waffles. Waffle stands for worries, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, and stress. Mm. And my passion, what I love to do is to show people how to dissolve their own waffles. Now, why would you want to do that? There are so many reasons, Mitzi. You want to do waffle dissolving because it's going to increase your health. When we are overly stressed, We produce so many more hormones that we do not need. It's going to help you think clearer. When you are stressed, you are taking oxygen out of your brain, which reduces your ability to be able to think. You're going to be more productive and more focused. So the whole idea is to find out how to dissolve your waffles. Now, how did I get into this? Well, I am a mathematician. And sometimes that's enough to trigger people's stress, right? (laughs) Just saying that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a math addict. Like I barely even passed if it wasn't because of my teacher that she nudged me and helped me along. But that is so funny that you said it exactly right. I worked at a college for about 16 years. And while I was working at the college, I was an administrator and I would have student after student after student coming in saying, I only have one class left to graduate. I said, that's great. Let's get you registered. And I'd say, what is the class? And they would sit there and go, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> they couldn't even get the word out. And I think, oh, they probably can't remember. Hang on just a second. I'd get on my computer, clap it out. And I go, oh, how wonderful. You saved the best for last. You only need a math class to graduate. Mitzi, very few of them were as excited as I was. <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty sure you're right. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what was going on. I mean, they would sit there. They couldn't say the word. They didn't want to register. They could water the plants in my office with the sweat coming off their hands. I'm like, what is going on? We're just talking about the word math. I'm not going to ask you to solve for X or any of that. (laughs) I couldn't figure out what was going on. Well, at the same time, I was a mature student going back in my mid fifties to earn my PhD in mathematics education. And part of that is you research a topic that you'd like to write on. I had all these students. I thought a great topic and one I researched was how do you overcome fear and anxiety in math and test taking? Well, I Googled that. I did research. I read books. I pulled up journal pieces. And do you know what I found, Mitzi? What did you find? Nothing. There's like 
nothing <laughs> that would help. Okay. Everything I found was talking about people who are already in a math class that, you know, you need to get tutoring or solve the problem this way or work with others. I couldn't find anything that would talk about just the anxiety of getting into a math class. Mm-hmm. But I recognized my question as a word problem. Mm-hmm. And I knew that when you look at a word problem in math, what you do is you pull out the parts that are relevant. Yeah. So what was relevant? How do you eliminate fear and anxiety? Mm. I did that search and that was in the year 2010. And I found Nick Ortner's 10 day tapping summit. I watched all 10 days. I bought the book, I bought the DVD and I looked at everything and I thought, I have no idea if this is going to work or not because they talked about eliminating fear and anxiety about finances, about relationships, about addictions. Nobody mentioned math or test taking at all. But Mitzi, I had a room full of ideal clients. You know what an ideal client is, right? That's somebody who's desperate and will do anything. (laughs) So I came to the students and I said, okay, I have no idea if this is going to work or not, but let's try it. So I'd bring them into my office. We would tap together. And if you're game, we'll tap right here on the show. We'll tap. Oh, good. We'll tap together and see if this works. They were desperate. They needed the last class to be able to finish, to be able to move on with their lives, to get into their ideal career. So we tapped, they left, we waited. And finally, one by one, they started coming back. Dr. Nall, I'm not sure, but I think I'm passing my math class. Missy, I had no idea who was more surprised, them or me, because I had no idea if it was going to work or not. (laughs) But I saw it working and I thought, I have no idea what I'm doing. I need to go back and get training. So I got training in level one, level two, level three, trauma, quantum. That's a whole other interesting thing. Picture tapping. I became a supervisor, a mentor, and now I can train others And so that they can learn themselves and how to tap, to be able to dissolve their waffles. (laughs) Wow. That is so amazing. Yes. I am really interested. Yes. Let's practice. Let me start tapping away. Okay. Okay. That it's like a specific spot, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So what we'll do first is I'll show you all the tapping spots that we have on our body first, and you can do it along. And for your listening audience, if you're driving, don't do this. Okay. (laughs) And then I'm going to ask you some questions because clinical studies that have been done around the world where it's way more popular in other countries have shown that the tapping on the spots by themselves is effective. But when we add the words, it's exponentially more effective. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's very interesting because when I yesterday I was thinking about tapping and I was like, okay, all I have to do is tap and say a word. So I was just like, okay, I don't feel stressed. I don't feel stressed. And I was just trying to do that. And I'm just like, is it helping? I don't know. Cause I'm going to use one finger. Am I supposed to use two? I don't know. So hopefully you can help me and educate. Okay. Me okay. Really that's educated. great. You know, a little bit about tapping. I'm so excited. My passion is to tell the whole world about tapping because it's so crazy effective. So what we do is we start at the top of the head. So right at the crown of the head. And for the listening audience, you can use one hand, the other hand, you can just use one hand or the other hand or the other hand, whatever. It doesn't matter. And it's right at the crown of your head. And you're going to tap there and take a breath in and a breath out. And then our next spot that we're going to tap is right above our nose. 
on the edge of our eyebrow. And again, you can use one hand or the other hand. I use two fingers. You can use one finger, two finger, four fingers. It doesn't matter. Okay. And then the next spot is on the side of the eye between the edge of the eye and your hairline right on your temples. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tap there and take a breath. And then the next spot, Mitzi, is where I keep my bags for a quick getaway. And that's under my eyes. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. I was confused for a second. But when you finished the sentence, I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then our next spot is under our nose, above our lip. And we're tapping right there. And then below our lip, above our chin. And then Missy, because I'm a Qigong instructor, I have the clients cross their wrists and their palms facing them and tap on their collarbone and breathe. And then the last spot is about four inches under your arms. We're going to thump our ribs for a good hearty thump. So it goes like that. And you can do one hand or the other hand or give yourself a hug or even come in sideways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so those are all the spots. Now, the part that may have been confusing and the part that some of my clients struggle with is that what the words that we say are negative. And I'll tell you a short story before we go continue on. When I first learned this, I wanted to practice with my husband. I said, honey, come here, let's sit on the couch and we're going to try something. And he's like, what's going on? What are you up to now? <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. my husband says too. What is it now, Mitzi? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. I said, sit right here and tell me all the negative emotions you're feeling. Well, he gave me a side eye and looked around. He said, it's a trap, right? I said, what do you mean it's a trap? He said, all my life, you've been telling me to be positive and now you want me to be negative? I said, yeah, yeah, that positive stuff not working. So we're gonna try this. <laughs> Let's <flip> the switch. <laughs> yeah, well, he couldn't think of anything, but luckily I live with the guy. So I knew exactly what the negative was. So I said, just follow yeah. me. So we did all the tapping. And when we were finished, he put his hands on his hips and stood up and said, well, that was a waste of my time. <laughs> Next day he comes home from work. And I said, well, honey, how was work? Uh, usually ask that, right? And he said, something that I was surprised at. He said, it was great. Now, the last time he said it was great coming home from work was mm, never. Okay. So I'm like, well, what about that client that was giving you such a hard time? And he said, oh, we talked it all out. Everything's fine. Hmm. I said, so you were having problems with your computer. What happened with that? Oh, I called the geek squad. We got it all worked out. Called the geek squad instead of calling me and complaining. That's cool. I said, so what about AT&T owed you that money and you couldn't get it before? He said, oh, I called and there was a nice lady at the end and she's going to send me the refund. So I looked at him outside of my eye and said, yeah. so tapping doesn't work, right? <laughs> so now I'll ask you a whole bunch of questions, Mitzi, and then we'll do the tapping. Okay. So in the last 24 to 48 hours, can you tell me something that's caused you waffles? Something that's caused you worry, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, or stress? Lethargy is feeling really tired and lazy. Is that right? Okay. Thank you for that clarification. So yeah, yesterday I was extremely tired, extremely lazy. Um, I'm kind of glad that one of my guest speakers canceled on me yesterday because I was just beat out and just exhausted. I even took two naps yesterday because I was so tired. I didn't get any personal work done. Me and my baby basically ate and slept and that's it. So that was yesterday. Yeah, I was definitely feeling lethargic. And then this morning I felt really stressed because I know I didn't work on anything yesterday. So this morning I was feeling a bit stressed and about worries and my anxiety was getting up there because I was thinking about all the things I still need to get done and the house still needs to get clean and I'm just like oh 
So yeah, it was recent. <laughs> so which one of those things do you want to focus on? Either yesterday, lethargic feeling, this morning feeling stress, or not being able to clean the house? I think the lethargic feeling I would like to control because I've sometimes when that really takes over, I just allow it to instead of trying to like figure it out and resolve it and stop it out of its tracks. So yeah, if we can do that, that would be great. Okay. So when you think about yesterday, when you were feeling so lethargic and you really felt like you needed a nap, when you think about it right now, this moment, what negative emotions coming up? Negative emotion. Hmm. Because when I'm tired, I don't want to deal with anything. So I so try right to like, now, when you think about it, I just want to push everything away. So what emotion is that right now? I'm like isolation. Isolation. Okay. And from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes, where do you feel that sense of isolation in your body? I guess my core. At your core. Okay. And from zero to 10, where zero is like, ah, no big deal. I'll be able to get to that stuff later. And 10 is the most intense you've ever felt this emotion. What number would you give it? So 10 is no big deal. Zero is zero. Okay. Okay. Sorry. My dyslexia kicked in. Um, (laughs) I would say a good four or five. Four or five. Okay. And is this a true statement right here, right now? I feel safe. It is true. Okay. I'm going to ask you to repeat words. And if I say something that you're like, oh, that's not really true. Or I would use like different words. Like you said, you feel isolation in your core. And if I asked you to say, I feel isolation in my torso, you didn't use the word torso. You used the word core. So if I say something, will you say it back in your own words so that it's true for you? Okay, great. Then we're ready to start. So for the listening audience, what we're going to start with is you're going to put one palm in front of your face. And with the other hand, you're going to tap on the side of your hand, the fleshy part between your wrist and your little finger. Again, if you're driving and listening to this, please wait and listen to it later on. (laughs) Pause it, come back to it, listen to it. And then there you go. (laughs) And so right here, right now, we're going to repeat after me, Mitzi. Say, even though. Even though. I remember yesterday. I remember yesterday. I was feeling so lethargic. I was feeling so lethargic. And I just had to take another nap. And I just had to take another nap. Thank goodness that other person canceled. (laughs) Thank goodness that other person canceled. And when I think about it now. And when I think about it now. I feel this sense of isolation in my core. Feel this sense of isolation in my core. Right here, right now. I feel safe anyway. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyway. And then we'll repeat it two more times. Even though. Even though. I remember yesterday. I remember yesterday. I had to take a nap. I had to take a nap. I was feeling so lethargic. I was feeling so lethargic, so lazy. (laughs) So lazy. And when I think about it now. When I think about it now, looking back. Yeah, looking back, I feel this sense of isolation in my core. I feel this sense of isolation in my core. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyway. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyways. And then last time, even though. Even though. There's still a sense of isolation in my core. There's still some type of isolation in my core. Remembering yesterday. Remembering yesterday. When I was so lethargic. When I was so lethargic. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyway. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyways. And then on top of your head, you tap and say, so isolated in my core. 
So isolated in my core. And then down your nose on the edge of your eyebrow. There you go. Whichever one. And you can say, so isolated in my core. So isolated in my core. And then on the side of your eye, between your eye and your hairline, so isolated in my core. So isolated in my core. Under your eye, this so isolated in my core. So isolated in my core. Under the nose, so isolated in my core. So isolated in my core. Under the lips, so isolated in my core. So isolated in my core. On the collarbone, so isolated in my core. So isolated in my core. And under your arm, so isolated in my core. So isolated in my core. And then I have my clients put their hands on their opposite shoulders and blow out the air like a cartoon character. So take a breath and out. So when you think about yesterday, when you were feeling so lethargic and today you're feeling a little bit isolated in your core from zero to 10, where zero is like, ah, it's no big deal. And 10 is the most intense that feeling has ever been. What number is it now? I would say it's like a zero. I mean, honestly, like I felt the sensation leaving me when we did this one the third time around and I closed my eyes for a second and I just let it just get like, I don't know, it just, I literally felt it come out of me. It was weird. I felt my tone getting a lot more calmer. I just felt my eyes just feeling a, a lot more relaxed and that tiredness is there but it's not there. You know what I mean? It's not like my main focus, how it was yesterday. Yesterday was my main focus. And last night I barely even slept. So today I'm just, I was feeling a little bit too, but right now I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. That's so different. Wow. So this is what you kind of do when you help with the waffles. You kind of teach people how to tap their specific situation so that they learn that they have the power because I honestly feel like I have the power now you know what I mean I have my own power back and it's crazy because people don't realize that concept of how much power we have within ourselves you know what I mean like I've heard that so many times and times again but it never really clicked I thought it was like to a certain degree I give my power away but in reality it's bigger than that it's so much bigger than that I'm not be able to reserve myself in a way that I don't have to let it out or it doesn't come out of me and and it drains me because that's my problem. I'm not going to lie. I get drained dealing with certain people. I get drained doing certain activities. I just feel like exhausted as if my battery is completely done and dead and I need to isolate myself to rebuild. And it's crazy because I feel like now I can just think about it and just really start tapping and think about that emotion and speak it out instead of keeping it in. Because how many times have we really actually kept in those negative emotions? I mean, just like your husband said, oh, so we're talking about negativity now. (laughs) Yeah, like, no, usually we've talked about positivity and focus on that. But you're right. That doesn't work. That really doesn't work. Focusing on the positive, it frustrates you because you still realize that all the negativity is right there, just lingering, waiting for you, knocking on that door, just like, hello, I'm here. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's amazing. And how long did it take for you to like start this journey again? If you don't know. First of all, I'm so excited. You're excited because you got the same. It's contagious. I am so excited about teaching this to everyone. So I learned about it while I was working on my PhD. It took me four years working full time at the college to earn my PhD in mathematics education. 
once I found out about tapping, I was excited as you were, Metsy. And I wanted to train others. It's like, I got to get this out to others. This is like too exciting. And so I said, what do I have to do to be a trainer? And that's when they said, level one, level two, level three, you go through all these steps. It took me from beginning to end eight years to become a master trainer in tapping. But now I can offer classes. And so I offer online classes for people to become level one, which means you have enough information to be able to tap on yourself, your families and friends. And then level two is that's when you become certified and you can actually offer your services to others. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was looking at your website and I seen that you had the tapping there and I even seen that you had some great book recommendations for individuals who are yes. wanting to know more about this information. They can actually go check those books out to actually discover that knowledge for themselves, yes. you know, cause you could always hear it word of mouth, but if you're an individual that needs that information for themselves, go check out her website because man, it was truly enlightening to read that and see that. And it really, made me think about this differently and now I'm just head over my heel like oh my oh over my head because I'm literally gonna be like you know what later I'm gonna tap I'm gonna try it myself and see how it works because I already know that something's gonna come along but instead of reacting the normal way that I do and just try to shove it down and just deal with it in a later time and obviously that doesn't work because I'm a ticking time bomb (laughs) you know I really want to learn how to release it out because now that I have a child I don't want my child to learn those bad habits I don't want my son to express his emotions in a way that are going to eat him up inside years later because let's be honest we've all had that from childhood to adulthood why do you think psychiatrists always talk about the childhood first before getting into anything that's really happening in your now it's because those are the core foundations that leads you into a great adult you know and i really feel like this is amazing information i did not know what to expect having this conversation today i really didn't i thought it was just going to be another conversation about anxiety and worries and things like that. But oh my goodness, it has been such a delight. Let me share something else with you. You have a young son. I have five amazing granddaughters. And not only have I taught them tapping, but I've tapped on them as well. And I'll share a quick story. When the youngest grandchild was born, she was in North Carolina. So a lot of us trooped up there. And you know how babies get overstimulated and they, they can't eat. And especially when they're quite young and they can't express themselves, they can't sleep, they can't even cry. All they can do is scream, right? And everybody's trying to comfort the baby, trying to get the baby, you know, settle down. And finally, I asked the parents, I said, look, is it okay if I tap on her? The other grandmother was holding the baby and trying to calm her down. She was not getting calm at all. And I got about as far as this on her and she conked out like that. because her sympathetic, her stress hormones were going wild, right? And when you tap, you're actually invoking the parasympathetic or the rest hormones. And in doing that, that allowed her to relax enough so that she could fall back to a much needed sleep. Wow. I'm going to have to try that on my son when we're out because sometimes he gets too overstimulated because he's always in a quiet environment because it's just me and him in the house majority of the time when my husband's working. And when we're out and we're doing things with my family, it gets a little rambunctious and he just gets overwhelmed and he doesn't want to do anything either. And he gets exactly like that. And sometimes I have to dismiss myself and leave, you know, the event just so that I can make sure he gets calm again. And it's upsetting to me knowing that I can't really help him in that moment. But now 
I have an opportunity <laughs> to try it out. And now I can really try it and see if it can work. Oh my goodness. I wish I could give you a hug. <laughs> Here's a virtual hug. <laughs> that is so great. So I guess to start wrapping up the show before it cuts us off completely. I just want to know if you have some great advice that you can possibly give myself or the audience that may be listening today. Um, yes. One of my favorite quotes is this too shall pass. So if you are having a fabulous day, focus in on this fabulous day and cherish it and remember every memory of it and grab every sense you can of it and just enjoy it because you don't know how long it will last. And if you're having a horrible day, dismiss it knowing that it will pass and let it pass. Do not hold on to it. Mm, perfect perfect i love that thank you so much and ladies and gentlemen if you want to know more and if you're curious as i was go check out her lovely website you can see her picture on my website under special guests you'll find her beautiful photo you find a link to everything that has to do with dr katie Nall, and you can even have access to book her so go book her because i'm telling you she will most definitely help you feel at ease in a different level. Like, I don't even know how to explain. I feel that words don't describe what the peace that I feel right now. Honestly, it does not describe. I mean, I feel like any words that I try to describe how I feel inside is literally limiting or not giving it justice to truly how I feel. So if you are trying to have that experience as well, there's nothing to lose. Honestly, there's really nothing to lose to try it out. It's not no mind game or anything like that. It's just you feeling at peace with you again. And we need to all work on ourselves for a better future for the next generation. You know, let's be honest. That should be all of our main goals, right? And if it's not, get with the program. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. That's it for our show. You guys have a good day. And until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye.